1: That was fucking weird as hell. Achtung ich Deutsch. <laughs> Welcome to Poddam America. This week special edition uh, we will be reviewing the young Marx Young young Karl Marx um, in the tradition of young Sheldon, young Pope. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> um, young Ro- Money. <laughs> young Money, yeah. Rogue One. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> what else? There's a bunch of other dumb prequel shit happening right I now. I kept right?
0: waiting for uh, Mel Brooks to show up in the movie. Yeah. The young Frankenstein. Young uh, right, yes. Right. Yes. right, right. Oh, yeah.
2: Young Ian Psychology. Yeah. Yo, young.
0: J-U-N-G. Uh-huh. It was oh, Young Cosmos.
1: You there. Yeah. You know, if this is a uh, Mel Brooks movie. Do you know, you know, communism is actually—it's referred to as Marx's monster. Uh, mm. <laughs> oh. It's not actually the monster. Does uh, <laughs> that make any sense? All right. Yeah, but too late. I, I fried uh. my brain. Yeah, <laughs> I just tried to put together a joke. Marx's like specter. Ten fucking just minutes after it even made sense. <laughs> oh Jesus Christ. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um. Hell yeah. Alright. Um before we get into this, I guess do we have anything we need to get out of the way before we get right into uh our complete weird fucking deconstruction of the young marks? Um I don't really think so. This movie, um does anyone really know anything about it? I literally just threw that on going like I fucking heard this is a movie.
0: I had no idea well- this was a thing until you told me. I thought I thought honestly, I thought we were gonna watch that uh that that movie with um uh, Steve Buscemi playing something about Fargo? Lenin. Lenin oh the
2: death of death of, death of Stalin death yeah. of Stalin right yeah. I thought
0: that's what we were watching until I realized it was Karl Marx
1: oh yeah that so actually I looks just, like maybe better <laughs> uh, <laughs> there's more there's <laughs> I heard that movie was kind of funny yeah that's uh, what I heard
0: too it was kind of funny but no, I didn't know I had, I had no idea what we were watching before we
2: started yeah, this film I, it was, was by Raul Peck who was the guy who made uh, I am not sure hey hey about James Baldwin
0: is that what the movie's called?
2: Well, it's called something else, but I probably shouldn't say the name. Oh. oh. I am not your fill-in-the-blank. You know? Oh, you. god, It's it. a, it's not that N-word, but it's one that, you know.
1: It's one that's still in, like, um, you know. Uh, you it's know in the, the rotation. You know how the NAACP <laughs> is, like, ooh. <"Ugh."> yes. <laughs> yeah. Is it
2: still, does it? Is that s- still what that stands for? Yeah. Or did the, is it just, like, SAT where it doesn't stand for anything?
1: Uh, I, Yeah, I think you might be right. I think people don't really say the whole thing uh, uh-huh. all the way out anymore, but that's what that shit stands for. Wait,
0: uh, doesn't SAT stand for standardized assessment? It did, yes. but
2: they, they changed it. So now it's just the acronym without actually. Thank
0: you, snowflakes. <laughs> um,
2: it's like ATM machine. Right. Oh,
0: it's like you only YOLO once. Right, I got yeah. it.
1: Yeah, it's like... Um, <laughs> 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 I want to stop I was going to do a POC joke And then I didn't even know How to how to even lean into it It's like a POC machine Oh that's like redundant right
2: <laughs> <laughs> uh. <laughs> POC machine You mean capitalism <laughs> Oh Yeah dude <laughs> I'm I guess they're, they're, they're Making POC in my scenario Or it's just Operating on the labor of POC. I guess yeah, yeah. It's the, the second one well, if That makes g- sense well, I've, most, I've been Yeah
1: i've been reading a lot about automation lately because yeah. like there are a lot of people that um if you talk about minimum wage raising their thing is like uh you know oh you raise the minimum wage guess what next thing that's going to happen is that the mcdonald's is, isn't run by humans at all it's run by robots or whatever mm. and you can like really cool. easily trace this whole argument back to um like it's the same it has to do with like scarcity of uh, labor or whatever but right. it's, it's the same argument they would give you against Mexicans where they yeah. scare you with like oh Mexicans are going to take your jobs you try to raise the you know the wage they'll come in and work for less or whatever but it's like this weird shit where in like a year or two, we're going to see really bigoted, weird Texan guys just switching all their Mexican hate to like robots, yeah. like that's, almost as if they're the same thing. What you know? if they start well, making robot Mexicans? Then? Playing that loud music, you know? you know? All that beeping and the pooping. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's
2: originally, you know the phrase Luddite. Yes, I do. Yes. Yeah, yeah. That's originally from. I. G- it was, was around the time of of Marx. There People were sabotaging. Yeah, they would. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah,
0: and that, it's like I love how kitschy it became. Now it's just like. Well, to be fair, there is some you know, you know, there's some source for that fear because I don't know if you know this, but um, a, a factory burned down recently. Um, because someone was charging the Samsung <laughs> I Galaxy. <laughs> I fucking knew you were going to do that. I fucking knew you I saw that from
1: so far away. <laughs> it's so fun to do. I <laughs> know. Oh, fuck. <laughs> oh, the Samsung Galaxy S. Very good crowd so far. <laughs>
0: Oh, shit. Okay. All right, let's
1: get into what the fuck we just watched. Right. Um, so
0: we started off, right, we were in the woods. I, w- I thought it was high, but I wasn't. <laughs> and then just some fucking people were like, st- sticks.
2: Yeah, they get uh, people on horses. People, people on horses, right. They're, the just, they're
0: just like the twigs. If they are off the branch, they do not belong to people. But if they are on the branch, they belong to people.
1: I thought we were watching the trailer for the new Assassin's Creed. Yeah. <laughs> 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 there was just a bunch Assassin's of. Assassin's created Revolution. Yeah. <laughs> a bunch of just vague. People just dressed vaguely from the past yeah. in some way. A little uh-huh. yeah. weird, like colonial era shit.
0: It's like they co opt a rent fair. <laughs> They're like, it's small budget. So <laughs>
1: it opens with this weird artistic sort of metaphor of some people gathering bundles of sticks and then, like, some other people just raid like just raiding them
2: it, it was like a game of thrones right? I thought, with okay with that so that was the total allegory dream sequence or yeah was that, okay A total allegory dream I kind of thought that was like they were building a utopian sort of community out in the woods
1: well and, uh, uh, the reason I would say that's that it to me it seemed like a a dream sequence is because like later on in the movie Marx has another dreams about the about woods that,
0: yeah and then he saw like saw some do again stab just like in the opening
1: he keeps like um like three eyed raven style astral projecting into the woods <laughs> to like understand <laughs> yeah. communism yeah and it's just in these really basic metaphors of like people killing each other and shit and, yeah and, you know oh
2: well that kind of goes back to what the like the philosophical like state of nature like all like all the philosophers the have The natural like, order of yeah, things and yeah, stuff yeah.
0: like that. Yeah, I think that's for the birds. I'm just into stabbing people for sticks. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's dope. <laughs>
1: yeah. Um, okay, so after this we kind of get into the movie and we're sort of... We meet the
0: titular young Karl Marx.
1: No? With Within about ten minutes I was yeah, able to figure out <laughs> which one was Karl Marx because a lot of them had the same kind of Jufro thing going on. Yeah. tell this one guy, you're like, able, oh fuck! Okay, this is the young Marx. He's
0: the he's the alpha fro,
1: and he uh, he looks like a barista, right? Oh yeah, he he's, looks yeah. he's
0: like my barista that I saw this morning, which I'm gonna compliment him tomorrow when I see him. I'll be like, hey, you remind me of a young Karl Marx, and I'm sure he'll go over the counter and kiss me on the mouth. Yeah, <laughs> if that's, all, wanted,
1: Bushwick, he that's all he wants.
2: He's barista in Bushwick. That's all he wants. That's all he wants.
1: Yeah, that's probably the guy who played him in the movie or something. <laughs> <laughs> he. I did it for free i didn't know like, you spoke german <laughs> jerry jerry bitch jerry throughout this movie the guy who plays young marks like i think i'm trying just imagining this but he just seemed to at first he kind of looks like a little bit like he's in the mars volta or something
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> but then as he as his character slowly ages and his his fro gets a little weirder. He goes through, like, the guy who played Hyde on that 70s show.
0: Uh, oh, yeah, Danny Masterson.
1: All the way up Science to... Television. By the way, wow, odd connection. Danny Masterson is, um a, like, a rapist. He got Me Too'd, and he... um. He, he, uh, he assaulted the wife of Cedric Bixler-Zavala from the Mars Volta. I don't know. I just connected. Whoa! If you follow Cedric Bixler on Twitter, he's, um, A, he's very pro-Beto O'Rourke, which is cool, but also he, um, he just tweets about Danny Masterson all day because he just hasn't been, like, um, you know, prosecuted in any way. Really? It's crazy. So, fuck, uh, Hyde. He's apparently a dick. What a piece of shit. Um, but also okay, not
2: out of character for. Oh no, no, totally opinion.
0: in character.
1: Yeah. Um, so that it's near the end of the movie. I feel like Mark's, he just starts to look like a because he's a poor person in this movie. So at times he kind of just happenstance sort of looks like one of those old hobo clown comedians, like without <laughs> the without the makeup on. You know, he's just got that big forehead and the mm-hmm. fucking poofy hair and like a busted ass top hat on top of it.
0: Uh, <laughs> Oh, without the nose and the the bindle,
1: (laughs) he looks like um, Sweet Tooth from Twisted Metal.
0: (laughs) (laughs) At night, when he takes off his makeup, he's writing the manifesto. Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Um. So he definitely has uh, a sad Jewish clown by the end. Uh huh. Mm -hmm. Uh, He definitely looks like a barista. Uh, He definitely looks hungover. The whole like after like after halfway in the movie, he looks tired as shit.
1: Yeah. Okay. So we should get to that drinking shit in a second. But before before we get to their big night out, um, (laughs) like before we kind of entwine Marx and Engel's story together, we're introduced to Marx, and then Marx is sort of like at this uh, this like anarchist
2: young Hegelians. Yeah.
1: Yeah. 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 um, This this like rally in the street, which is
2: is that German
0: for hooligan? (laughs) Because <laughs> I feel uh, like it's German for hooligan. They're
2: only a hooligan if they are uh, synthesized with uh, an opposing non-hooligan force. So they need the Hegelian. He-
1: Did you just do like, <laughs> like the smartest joke ever? I think <laughs> or I the stupidest, possibly. I think, I think it's smartest because I didn't get it. <laughs> if it's stupid, I'm with you. No, Hegelian's a Hegel, right? He- <laughs> <laughs> Catherine a heckler, yeah. He- Catherine Hegelian.
0: <laughs> uh, so... Th- <laughs> <laughs> Why
2: wasn't she in this? Uh, she's blacklisted. <laughs> that's further evidence that she did not play Hegel <laughs> in this movie.
0: So, so they're outside at this anarchist thing.
1: So, he, and that's when he gets in the face of this guy uh, Prudum, uh who we'll meet later. A bunch in the movie. Oh right,
0: right, right. With the ten. Because and his wife was behind him. right? Prud- Prudum keeps
1: yeah. going. Yeah, yeah. Prudum has got his his weird manservant groon, which oh, we keep cutting. Oh, to. What's the umlaut. Uh, uh, yeah, uh, but Prudum is he keeps saying um, he keeps saying tax. Uh, no, he keeps saying property is theft, which property. is like um, big uh, anarchist. Uh, someone told me this. It's it's funny. Like political jokes, they're they're dorky no matter what political faction you are so there's like dad jokes for anarchists somebody told me this joke once is um why don't anarchists drink uh um iced tea why why do why do anarchists drink ice i'm gonna butcher this why do anarchists drink iced tea why because proper tea is theft oh Uh, yeah that's like whoa (laughs) some guy Jello by Aphra tells that to his kids and they're like, "Dad, <laughs> <laughs> come on. I'm going to become a libertarian." Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> but <Fuck>. uh <laughs> So this guy Prudem is is talking about how property is theft and then Marx is in the audience going like, but property implies what what what, <laughs> what, what is property <laughs> yeah <laughs> he's uh, heckling or he's, he's saying uh, he- theft implies that like you owned it to begin with or something like right, that Right, like, yeah. uh, you're
0: speaking in abstracts
1: yeah yeah yeah, yeah and yeah. they get into this really nerdy like fucking roast battle which is like um, a theme of this movie I feel it like it is right. a lot of burns because it's a it's a movie about up and coming philosophers <laughs>
2: <so>. <laughs> which <But> is <laughs> Proudhon kind of doesn't give a shit though throughout the whole movie he's just kind of like he's doing his thing he looks like the
1: monopoly man yeah
2: he's <laughs> like making a living churning his stuff he and just
0: yeah he felt like a, a a comic who's been on tv who like you're like I, I should hang out with him i guess right so i can get on tv but you realize he doesn't give a fuck about you does yeah. that make sense yeah, yeah. to the three comics that listen to this show <laughs> <laughs> um, um yeah he's a
1: road hack he's burnout. Yeah. He's playing the funny bones, baby. Oh yeah, Prud'em. He'll get what's coming to him. But
0: well, he's got a lot of merch, though.
1: Um, and then right, so right, right around the same time in the film, we are introduced to this uh, young Friedrich Engels.
2: Shout out to Freddy. Friedrich
1: Engels, man. Who is um, I, I couldn't get for like the first thirty minutes. I just was like, he looks. Like, is he being played by Kid Rock? <laughs> 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 he looked either like Kid Rock in a top hat or like um. Theon Greyjoy, kind of. He had those weird he bulging did. blue eyes.
0: He had, the, but with like dope hair. Yeah, I, I did like his hair. Yeah, yeah, he just yeah. Quaffed
1: quite nicely. Uh huh. <laughs> so, he's this guy who's got like, um, he's he's like a rich kid, you know. Yeah. And his his father's like, uh, you know, furious that he's rebelling by getting into all these like communist literature things, and, and then not he, going to church. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. By yeah. the way, and um. But he's he's really interested in like working class shit, and uh, so he goes to this weird basement where a bunch of um, Irish, bunch of Irish workers hang out. Right after he goes...
2: this, uh, after his love interest. Oh oh, not to bear the later, uh, but
0: uh, yeah, I'm sorry, we didn't introduce. Actually, yeah,
2: I skipped something. What happened? Well, uh, when we're introduced to Fred Angs, uh, <laughs> <Nice. laughs> we're at his his father's factory and. There's an Irish lass who's piping up. Oh yeah, oh. real, real right. Scottish, real, an Irish I, I definitely gal, s- super, super not super Yeah, mildly. she's being mouthy. Yeah, and uh, she and she gets fired.
0: In that woman's name.
1: Was it like Mary or
0: Mary. something? It's, it's Mary Delgado, first of <laughs> all. Is Mary Burns, dog. Oh, Mary yeah, Mary dude. Burns, red-headed banshee of communism herself, Mary mm-hmm. Burns.
1: She was thick as hell, dude. Hell yeah, dog. <laughs> she's a, T-H-I-C-C. Yeah, she's a snack. <laughs> um, she was a, a thought, whatever the kids call it. She was a communist shit. thought. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. She, was a, she
2: was a radical thought, dude. Oh! <laughs> oh! <laughs> Well, that was the one I was thinking about throughout the movie cuz like the wi- I feel like they give the wives dimension. So you know, do, do but you it's also like y- they are not going to be the centerpieces of the story, so I feel like coming at this from like a feminist lens, people would have might have a problem with that, but it's also like, well, what did you, you Yeah, know, you could what probably do you do? did this coming pass at the
1: Bechdel test? Through. Um I think it did because at yeah. one point there's a scene between like both of their wives, which is just that sentence doesn't sound very Bechdel testy. Both of their wives have a scene together, you know, uh, but, yeah, but um, I mean, it kind of does. Just the thing is, when you take stories like this and then you try to cram them into the three act like Hollywood structure, yeah. you're inherently going to bend the reality of shit, which just raises all these questions of like, is it better if we tell the story like it was like we think it actually happened or like it was interpreted which is probably the most offensive way and then like you know if we come back around and we try to like bridge the gap or whatever yeah i don't know because there's parts of it where you're like okay this is a boring text about these people's lives right. and then they just clearly jam in like these hollywood tropes and stuff and try to make it like you know, a love story or whatever, and that's that happens in so many movies. Yeah. Yeah. But... uh,
2: Well, it's, it's interesting because the... I feel like the version of this movie that would be more entertaining and be more realistic yeah. and that I would identify with more and more true to history yeah. is Karl Marx was a slob who cheated on his wife, who would go on benders, who would fucking... Um, he got down. He got down, and he would, like, write thing he would like procrastinate a bunch yeah, and just were, like yeah. write like capital was written like he was like drunk yeah. for half uh, of it and, and he just like would go weeks weeks uh. Where he like wouldn't work on anything and just drink. He was a he was a, a nuisance. He was a he was a slob and a, and a lazy piece of shit. Well, he, that was, he was and a gamer, dude. Yeah, he was a gamer.
1: <laughs> there are parts of this movie where I'm like, this is like a story being told from hundreds of years ago, but in the time he is basically like making a an annoying podcast that uh-huh. just happens to pick up or something.
0: Right. Oh yeah. My favorite line of the
2: movie was he was in bed with his wife and she was like. uh... I love you so much, and I don't care that that's annoying. Which sums up my feelings on Marxism. Yeah. <laughs> People are going to call it a cliche that, yeah. you know, I'm a Marxist or whatever. It's like, f- I'll take it, you know? Yeah. yeah. I mean, the, thi- the that does kind of play into right-wing talking points about him being like a, you know, cheating on his wife and being a piece of shit. So Southern Martin like, Luther King. Jr. Yeah. Yeah. You got to separate. I mean, you, gotta separate you, don't the man from to, you don't have to separate them, but you can accept them both. You know what I mean? Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I did feel like at a certain point it was Harold and Kumar invent communism, though. It, there was a lot of beats <laughs> like that in the movie. It, right? <laughs> it felt
1: so much like a col- like a college buddy movie or yeah. something. Like at yeah. so many points, because like okay, there's a chase scene. Yeah, there was like a wacky Scooby Doo fucking yeah, slapstick yeah. chase scene. And that's after the meet. So what? So young Ingalls sees this saucy redhead kind of speaking up and fighting back in his father's factory and then he goes i guess he goes to like some building in town and he goes like where are the irish or whatever and they're just all look below you and they're all just in some room they just keep everyone with red hair in like a basement or whatever singing irish songs with whiskey and he goes down there and he's like, hey, I'm, I'm writing a thing, you know, he's like a <laughs> blogger. It's like, I'm here with <laughs> Vice, and I'm writing <laughs> a thing. <laughs> and he's, he goes, well, you know, I'm, a, I'm writing a thing about classism, and I'm like, I'm this cool, like, you know, I've got this whole movement that's about you guys and how you're exploited for your labor, and he starts sort of explaining, like, labor theory, and then like, one guy stands up, and uh, he goes, like, um, what does he tell him, like, right before he fucking punches him? He's so
0: he's like, like uh, oh, is this a gold watch? This is a. Uh, uh, did you uh, buy this with uh, labor? It's like, look at my hand. Oh yeah. This yeah. is a hand of a worker. If you don't leave, you're gonna. It's gonna hit your nose. Yeah. Smell my hand. Smell my hand. Yeah. Smell my finger. <laughs> yeah. That's Mary. You He's smell like, Mary. Uh, <laughs> Sit on NYPD. Look at my ass. <laughs> uh.
1: <laughs> you fuck my wife? You fuck my wife? So he he, sh- he shows his hand. He goes, hey, you know, you got two choices. You can leave or I can punch you in the face. And he's like, I'll take the letter. And then he kind of looks at his, like, his fucking, his Irish girl. And he takes the punch so that he can hang out with poor people. This, to me, reminded me of, like, so many people's, like, um... You know, rich people like to slum it, you know? Yeah, yeah, and yeah. Like to sort of uh, hang out and, like, go like, I did, th- I'd fuck it, I let a guy punch me in the face. I'm dumb, yeah. you know. Yeah. I'm just like these anarcho-crusty collective people, you know? Yeah. Um, It's funny. I mean, there's, like, that's definitely the thing everyone clowns on him throughout the whole movie for is being, like, a rich person that's like, well, why are you so into these class politics? And yeah. that's, like, that continues to this day, you know? Yeah,
0: and yeah. a lot of them were just like, well, I'm bored. Like, yeah, like isn't that what jenny said uh jenny marks she was just like well i was i escaped dying of boredom to live with carl yeah uh,
1: like
0: that's is, is that is ultimately that what it is people like like trust fund hippies and shit they're just like well i'm bored with money so yeah slum it up but they don't know what it's like to not have that fucking safety net you know
1: yeah she, she did express that as a character which was um kind of cool because it's just a uh reality of this entire question. You yeah. Because mm-hmm. like a, when it comes to revolutionary stuff and uh, Marxism or whatever, like all, all this shit, like for us, like a bunch of dudes living in Brooklyn, stuff is super academic. So the people that are really, really schooled on it are a lot of the times college people. Yeah. yeah. You know? And so you do get a lot of times people going like, okay, like, wh- why are you the person who's claiming to speak for... All of these people, when it comes to like gentrification or something, okay. I yeah. saw that thing you shared about. Thank that. Thank you. Did yeah. you read it? Uh, no.
0: Okay, <laughs> that's all right. Uh, but yeah, so like in in and uh and out in East LA, Boyle Heights, uh, which is a predominantly Latino community, mostly Mexicans and Cholos and stuff. Uh, there's like gentrification's coming as you know, It's like it's like Canarsie getting uh, gentrified, right? So they're fighting it, and there's a lot, there's a lot of you know uh, violence and property damage. Like the Latinos are just like they shut down a coffee shop by breaking the windows uh, regularly. They shut down an art installation or a gallery that try to open up in the area. It's Just like get your white art out of your homes. Like they're writing that shit. Mm. They're like we don't want your white coffee. Like all yeah. that. But there's a percentage of the most radical people pushing back. Who are actually white artists who are getting back at their colleagues yeah. in the LA artistic community for not like supporting them? Do you understand how crazy that is? Like I almost, I oh my god, dude! I god. almost, I almost transformed into an eagle and bit a snake. Like that's how mad I fucking got at that point, man. It,
2: well, wait, so the white radical uh, to the so the
0: most the most radical people fighting gentrification uh-huh. in Boyle Heights. Are white artists who are using the Latino uh, basically conflict to push against the other white artists that are moving or they're not tr- as yeah. no they're co- they're like they're like no they're like former colleagues and they're like basically it's like, like a personal thing it's a personal <laughs> okay. thing it's like you wouldn't let me put my you know art in your installation well I'm gonna support these Latinos to stop you from bringing your art here that's uh-huh. the
1: funniest part of that story because like you know we've all seen like a million times when there's some young white sort of college activist hacktivist person that wants yeah. to co-opt a thing and make it about them yeah. because uh, they're just like basically a young idiot and they're you know they don't realize how much damage they're doing by being like we're gonna fight gentrification even though you are gentrification You but, are gentrification. but the funniest that's twist right. ever when it's literally just like I'm gonna use this to get Carl, get, get you know? Carl. <laughs> like, that's <laughs> it that's what right. I was saying <laughs> like what the are you doing man Yeah, uh, They're just mad about their one weird art beef. Jesus. About Christ. some gallery space or some shit.
0: It's just like, well, you know what? Maybe I made a painting out of human feces, but that's my art. Okay? <laughs> <laughs> you, know. yeah.
2: you should have used the feces of people from the community. That's what it I'm saying, been, dog. Yeah. We don't want your
0: weight shit, Holmes.
2: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we could tell. Yeah. We could tell. It's got a it doesn't have enough corn in it. Yeah. Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah well
2: uh, yeah i mean i think with a lot of the something i've been thinking about with gentrification because i used to be i you know am for all intents and purposes a gentrifier Mm. uh, and i used to feel really i mean i still don't feel good about it but like if you think like there's a restaurant that opened up a couple blocks from me it's like by it's opened by someone from bushwick and employs people from the community it's like that that guy isn't any less of an asshole than anyone who like opens an artisanal coffee shop you know like something doesn't stop being capitalist just because it's like quote unquote from the community yeah Yeah, if if you're not
1: addressing the whole problem from the bottom up then yeah it's just kind of weird and divisive
0: i mean dog honest I'm i'm a gentrifier this ain't my neighborhood
1: Right, that's the thing that right. like it, people don't talk about. It, is that, like you can be like a person of color and yeah. be a yeah.
0: gentrifier. Absolutely, right, I'm, I'm a 30 year old college graduate who. Well, I don't make a lot of money, but you know, like I, I, am living somewhere that you know a person native to the neighborhood could have been living at. If I wanted to move back home to Newark, New Jersey, that's my home.
2: I wouldn't be a right. gentrifier there. That's where I would I belong. Right? Yeah, and the radical vision is that anybody can live anywhere. Right. Right. You know. Right. Yeah.
1: Yeah. yeah. Open I, borders. I was at this restaurant the other night, uh, picking up a delivery for my job, and there was this woman outside, and she was loudly talking about how she works with APAC, which is the uh, yeah. you know mm. the the pro Israel the, the, like, like. the big organization that's like going to Israel and helping them create quote-unquote settlements you know and oh it's yeah, like yeah 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 just completely like enforcing this apartheid and she's yeah, like oh it was fun. great i'm going i went last year i'm going again it's a big convention and i was like you know whatever like you hear this shit in new york but then like fucking 20 minutes later i just sort you know I just you just link back into a conversation that you're yeah. just hearing peripherally I just looked over, and this woman was just like, gentrification is real. And she's like a white woman in Brooklyn to begin with. Yeah. But then also, like, you're gentrifying the Middle East like in a <laughs> way, way, way worse way. Yeah. You know? yeah. But she's just lecturing all these other white people about gentrification <laughs> after after telling us all about how she like got on a plane and went to Israel and built a house on top of somebody's fucking you know, yeah. other house or whatever. Yeah,
0: this porch is made from real Palestinians. Yeah, so yeah. It's... Fucking APAC is is real.
2: (laughs) Um,
1: Uh, Anyway, anyway, um, we should get back into this movie, though. Yeah,
2: well, I think that is an interesting kind of... I mean, that was a theme that I kept coming back to in the movie, was, like, privilege, because, you know, Marx was poor, but he still didn't work, and that was a big... um, He had a Patreon... (laughs) <laughs> he had a Patreon. He lived, he had, yeah, in yeah, yeah, 1843 did. Patreon. Cuz all sure. his homies were giving him like, yeah. "Oh, I went
0: to the post office. Did you get a job?" "No, I got my Patreon payment." <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's literally
2: that's what it <laughs> right. was. Right. But they were they were working people or they weren't working people and that was like an issue of them for them able to join certain organizations and stuff. Um but the, I mean, number 1, because they didn't work or they didn't do like manual labor, they that afforded them the privilege to actually study these things and have right. like a comprehensive analysis of it whereas if you're in it every day it's a lot harder to do that um also like there is a, a great scene well, pr- I mean I'm jumping ahead a little bit but uh there like the, that great scene when they went to the uh what was it the the the, tr- Le- the Le- league of the league of just the just league of the just yeah, yeah, of yeah. The just. yeah, 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 yeah. they go to this place and they don't want to let them in cuz they're not workers and then this guy uh Fucking Smirnoff or whatever his name is Weckel Weckel yeah, yeah Yeah Something like that They're like talking about like you guys haven't <sighs> suffered You haven't like really Oh Yeah 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 yeah, yeah 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 And then they get this guy who comes like you haven't been like beaten and and all, and they get this guy who comes in and like. Just, he's like really enthusiastic about Marks and Engels, but he's also like, look at these fucking scars I just got. Like, he's showing them off. He's like the joker. He's like, like, I I "I got these
0: scars. Yeah.
2: (laughs) Yeah. It's like this guy who's like kind of a fanatical, very like visceral preacher type, and he's able to rouse a lot of people and get get them going and, and like get crowds of people really amped up. But where does it go? You know, and it's like, and that's something I think about a lot is like, we have. This perspective now in 2018 where by having suffered the most you have the most credibility in some discussions and like that's not always a good way to look at things it informs suffering absolutely informs your perspective on things and your politics. But to defer to that constantly, I think, can be a foolish strategy. As in the movie, we saw this; they, they kind of owned this guy because, as Mark showed, he didn't really know what he was talking about. He was just kind of th- these empty platitudes. Yeah,
1: that guy was great because he entered the scene by marching up the stairs in the background of the shot and saying in broken English, "Did someone <laughs> said labor or something? <laughs> <laughs> did, did someone say useful?" Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can't remember what
0: the thing he said It was he's useful. Was it useful? It was yeah, useful. Just yeah, yeah. like, how can we? prove that we are useful to you did someone say useful and just stage
1: left it was such like a kramer like sort of weird slide in the fucking door (laughs) like it's so funny watching movies like this that are super dry because they still divert back to like weird trope. Hollywood weird. Yeah. tropes yeah. of like... Uh, I, think
0: I, I think twice in the movie I called out some shit that happened later in the movie just because I recognized the structure so Well, you much.
1: called immediately when... Angles took that punch just because he wanted to fuck that girl. Yeah. And I was kind of not paying that much attention, and I wasn't putting it all together. And when I later on, we revisit, and they're, like, dating. And then, like, the next scene, we see them. They're, like, married and shit. And I was Mm -hmm. like, oh, you fucking, yeah, you you nailed it. You've seen a lot of movies, I'm assuming. I know romance in my movies, dog. (laughs) So he took that punch, like, twofold like a to ingratiate himself to these workers people but mostly because he, want, he wanted to smash he was trying to smash i get you know, it yeah i've been there yeah you know he's trying to get her get into the irish th- rotary <laughs> phone number <laughs> they
0: call that an irish rose <laughs> Dude, <laughs> the punch to the nose oh wow
2: That's, yeah. I, I don't want one okay <laughs> 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 i'm just staring at you waiting for you to be like all right <laughs> uh,
0: yeah so he got so he got down with the irish right and then he yeah. wrote like i am
2: irish i should say that's why i don't i don't want to inbreed more no 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 variety. buddy yeah. no no you've had enough, We've had enough.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah uh so but then so he wrote these dope um, articles right uh-huh and then how did wait how did how did him and marks meet though
2: i'm trying to remember well exactly. they were they alluded well they met at this sort of conference the pseudo conference thing but uh, they alluded to they met the meeting at a bar Years earlier. Oh, in uh, Munich. Yeah, and Engels was being a stuck-up prig... And uh, Marx was like, "I could tell you're a bourgeois, and you're lecturing me about communism and all this shit." Okay, um, yeah, and then yeah. They have this so that like com- they come off as like not liking each other, and then eventually, it's very quickly it turns to like, "I've read your work, and it's brilliant." Yeah. <laughs> oh my god, I love you so much. Yeah, yeah. There's this great scene where it's like
1: one of, of, of uh, I think um, the Niles of the the Fraser of the situation. <laughs> yeah, uh, Engels is like um, they're both having this very intense. Um, you know, just two straight guys hanging out like <laughs> stare down with each other and he goes, Oh, I've read your work and I'll tell you exactly what I thought of it. What I thought it was brilliant. <gasps> Kiss me. <laughs> it's like a misdirection where it sounds like he's about to tear him down. He's like, you are a genius. <laughs> and then it just cues to them going and getting shit-faced in a bar and playing chess yeah. over like shots of like absinthe or some shit. <laughs> yeah, they saw the Green Fairy, for sure. <laughs> for sure. Um and then they have this wacky like boys' night out where they're throwing up wearing top hats and tuxedos and shit.
0: And those uh leader lederhosen. Uh-huh. Oh, <laughs> the Lederhosen. Oh yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. So then after <laughs> this crazy night out, um, Marks brings his man friend Engels back to his apartment where he lives with his uh significant other Jenny. Jenny. And um she like is stumbling around the you know, apartment, waking up and just sees this young, foppish man, yeah. angles. Oh, here we go again. What'd you do this time, Marks? You um, brought home another crazy, you know, you fucking rascal. communist pal or whatever. Um, what
2: happens after of that? Uh, so then... It's like this is the first man he's brought home. Oh, yeah, yeah, it's oh. just like... You, to get will here. You, will you take
0: care of him for me?
2: There's this
1: weird sexual tension between all three of them and, like, their au pair, where they're all just, like... All, all actually, all of the people that are connected in this movie all just kind of have this weird shit where they're like, um, you know, knowingly glancing at each other a lot and just going like, "You, well, you're the first boy, man. He's brought home, you know." It's <laughs> yeah. like, is this? He, he is, doesn't make friends easily. Yeah. Is yeah, it yeah, friends, or are you trying to fuck him or her? Like, what's going on? It's really weird. And like I say that, it sounds like I'm joking, but like later on in the movie. Um, Mary, the Irish girl, yeah. is just randomly talking about her husband, uh, you know, Frederick Ingalls, to, she's talking to Marx's girl, Jenny, and she's, she's like, like so,
0: uh, uh, so you'll, you won't have children with him ever? Yeah. And then she's like, well, maybe with, maybe with, uh, what's her name? The, uh, uh,
1: she just throws out some other yeah. random girl's
0: name. Yeah, uh, maybe with Saoirse.
1: Maybe with Sersha Ronan.
0: Yeah, maybe with Saoirse. Maybe. It's like, uh, oh, maybe with, you know, Sally. And
1: it's you like, know, who's what? Sally?
0: Oh, it's my 16-year-old little sister. I mean, <laughs> she definitely wants to fuck him. <laughs> like, that's literally what she said.
1: Yeah, uh, and she's like, yeah, I don't know, maybe he'll, like, we can't afford it. And then there's this weird class thing going on where the, the two, like, wives are basically talking to each other. Well,
0: one, so one's bourgeoisie and the uh, other's total proletariat.
1: Yeah, and she's like, well, it's hell to bring a, a child into this situation, but you have that option because you're like a rich woman right but then she goes yeah maybe maybe you could just knock up my sister you know whatever and like that scene seemed really weird but then I kind of thought about it a little bit and there's a a lot of like um there's a lot of like kind of queer theory that is would would um confirm I think maybe what they were writing towards in this scene which is that like especially back then in like industrial times the whole concept of monogamy is a little bit more of a, like, um mm. it comes from the patriarchy, and the patriarchy comes from structured people's lives, which are people that are up in the upper crust yeah, or whatever. Right. So, like, yeah. there's a lot of shit you can read about where, like, I I don't know for sure, but, like, I've, I've heard and read and a lot of things that, like, people, like, shit that's, like, super fringy now, like, being, like, poly or whatever, just fucking a bunch of people, or um you know to some extent like homosexuality and stuff like that was like way more just normal just among poor folks because it's just you just whatever do whatever you want to do you know yeah Yeah. um just like we're all gonna
0: die like tomorrow you know like mary's like mary's like yeah i'm gonna be a communist revolutionary i'm probably gonna die but my sister's available Uh why don't you just fuck my sister yeah (laughs) i love you angles (laughs) i love you very much Please fuck my sister. Yeah, she didn't seem to be cute It's kind of a liberatory
2: thing, too, because it's like, it is, I don't really? want to fucking deal with this. I still want a relationship you, with you, but I'm not going to care. I'm not going to have a kid. I'm just yeah, not going to have I'm a kid. If it. you
0: want to be with me, you can have a... If you want to have a kid, you can fuck my sister. Yeah. Please fuck my sister. <laughs>
2: uh, <laughs> well, that, that was a big thing back then, like, criminalizing the poor. Not that it's not anymore, but, like, I remember hearing that apparently uh, Brandy... Was legal Maybe I'm getting this wrong Brandy was legal Or I'm getting mixed up And then gin <coughs> Was illegal Even though they're the same Oh alcohol. dog Come on of course yeah. oh, It's like uh, 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 cocaine op- and crack yeah, Opium yeah. and heroin Yeah 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 Or
0: uh, opioids and heroin yeah, it's, yeah yeah That That should stay the same The whole time Right uh, I just thought it was dope that, you know, femme cucks were being represented in the movie. I'm not here to kink shame. It's not cucking if it's an agreement.
1: I felt like there was this thin veil in this movie where, like, every time they cut away from a scene, you're like, they're, they're, they're all fucking, and they're it's, all not fucking. On, it's not on this fucking.
0: I'm glad it wasn't just me. Because <laughs> I definitely felt like there was a lot of orgies going Well, they,
1: they showed a little bit of sex in the movie, kind of, but it was like... It was tasteful. You know, know it, fully clothed
2: almost. Right, that's the thing. Catherine they would have taken them so long to undress from all the clothes they wore back then that they would have eaten up like half the movie. That's
0: true. This one keeps my ribs in place.
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: Because when Angles when wakes up and he's like in his quote-unquote underwear on the floor of their like kitchen or whatever, he's still wearing like what I would consider a full suit (laughs) 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 he was wearing a (laughs) seersucker what i would wear to a wedding (laughs) <laughs> yeah. what I would
0: wear to a black and white party. <laughs> is what he was wearing as underwear. Yeah, he's wearing this
1: old, <laughs> ass, like romper Leder- thing. Those leader hoses. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That he looked.
0: He was wearing the old timey uh, bath uh, uh, bathing suits that you would wear to Coney Island. Yeah, like the one piece long. The stripy muscle with man. With the stripy muscles. Yeah. Yeah. Which I'm bringing that back. I'm bringing back the leader hoses. <laughs> it's cold. I need warm underwear.
2: Mm.
1: Boop boop boop, 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 boop 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 interruption. Um, hey guys, uh, thank you for listening. That was part one of our episode on the young Karl Marx. Um, if you would like to hear the rest of this, aka part two, please subscribe to our Patreon and support the show. Um, you can support what we're doing here, and at the same time, you get access to a bunch of free extra bonus crap that we made. That's behind the paywall. The way you do that is you go to Patreon.com/poddamerica. You uh, sign up to donate monthly, and what happens is there's a uh, bonus RSS feed that you can find on the page, copy that feed, and then post it into your uh, podcast app, whichever app you use, um, Stitcher, Beyond Pod, the really shitty podcast app that comes with a phone that they keep making worse for some reason, whatever you use, right? So you put that in there, and then that gives you access to our feed. You can subscribe to it, um, and then you just get updates, just like you would normally get updates to the show. Pretty cool, right? Um, so if you're if you're uh, so inclined, and you want to hear how the saga of uh, Frederick Engels and Karl Marx ends, do they fuck? Do they don't? Do they not? Who knows? Yeah, um, you know, pay for stuff. Anyway, um. <sighs> to wrap up here uh, little, uh if you want to come see me do stand up and you're in the midwest i will be in um minneapolis to night, wednesday march 21st at a show called the murder room which is at the loring bar on 327th 14th avenue um be like a lineup uh, a showcase show with rag of meta carolyn scoog dan Hinnikamp, kate mccarthy and jordan kasner and it's free mm. excuse me uh, also i'll be in eau claire wisconsin thursday uh can't remember where i'll tweet it out and then friday and saturday back in minneapolis i'll be at the comedy corner underground with of meta and kate mccarthy um and those will be the big shows i'll be headlining and stuff so you can come out say hi i'll be selling shit um I'll read your tarot cards for five bucks. That's part of my merch package. And, uh, you know, let's hang out. Let's get beers and stuff, Midwest style. Depressingly, drink ourselves to death in the snow like we're in The Replacements or something. I don't know. Um, are those the, the, is that the reference people make when they come to your town? It's like Prince and The Replacements? Whatever. All right. Um, good- goodbye, what the...